Hello, my lovey. You are an amazing, miraculous, gorgeous, complex creature. Welcome back to the show. Whatever you're navigating in the diaspora of poopecularness that is our earth, all right, what this podcast, ZFG Living Podcast, is here for you to do is get real about your mental health struggles, get curious about what gifts they're bringing you, and how to rewrite not just our story, but our actual subconscious programming. So every week, we will explore proven strategies, paradigm-shifting perspectives. We're going to help you get unstuck and start living your most intentional, aligned, joyful life. So if you're ready to get out of overwhelm and into empowerment, if you're ready to stop surviving and start thriving, well, come on, grab your journal. Let's do this. Hello, my lovey. We are blessed today to be here with Chris Jenke, the most fabulous person. I have been on his podcast a couple times. Glad to have him on mine. Uh, Chris, hello and welcome to the show. Hi, Mel. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I appreciate you being here. Uh, so Chris is big into fitness and I am big into mental health. <laughs> so the thing that we were just talking about is there's such a strong link between the two. It's our whole, it's a zero sum game. It's our whole body. And that includes our, our mind. It includes our wiring and it includes our muscles and our fitness. So tell me more about that, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm 43 now, but I think my, my motivation for exercise has changed a lot over the years. Right. So when I was younger, it was a lot of sports. I loved playing sports. A lot of that was team camaraderie. Mm -hmm. I actually found out I really loved practicing a lot more than the games. I'm not, I'm competitive to a certain extent, but not, you know, not like I want to crush everyone. I really liked, you know, hanging out with my soccer buddies or basketball players. Um, and now at 43, it it really is, it has a lot to do with mental health. I was out, you know, one, one example, I was out all day yesterday and got back home and I said, you know, I want to go for a run had nothing to do with, I want to burn calories. I want to do this. It was, I want to run to the top of the hill and I want to see the view and I want to just reconnect with myself. And mm -hmm. so I think that's one aspect that I don't hear a lot of people talking about it, about the reconnection with yourself, because it is something that you do with yourself, for yourself. There's a long-term benefit, but there's a short, there's an immediate benefit right now. And oh, I agree a hundred percent. And the thing is, is when we're moving our body and doing something with our body, whether it's running to the top of the hill or walking around your neighborhood or doing, you know, Pilates or bicycling or, you know, whatever your jam is playing soccer in the park, the ability to focus on just moving your foot from here to here or, you know, kicking the ball to there. Um, I'm given to understand not being a sports person myself that, uh, you know, when we can connect into just doing something, it takes away all of the, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? You know, that, that little voice inside of our head. So um, what, what would you say, Chris, what is the longest number of days that you think you could go without doing some physical exercise? That's a good question. I've tested this theory because I've gone years without <laughs> physical <laughs> exercise. I've been out of shape 
uh, and it's it, it's definitely a very different experience. As far as from like a, if you're designing the optimal life, if you're designing what what you know should, I kind of hate to deal in should sometimes because you know everyone's so different. But I really think some sort of physical exercise should be in our week every week. So okay. somebody who's doing nothing now, listening to your show, even if you can get one walk in per week or one oh, fill in the blank, honestly, whatever you enjoy is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once you get started, then you can sort of course correct. But right. I'm a big believer, you know, take baby steps, start with one more of whatever than you're doing right now and go from there. Oh, that's gorgeous. Just add one thing in or replace one thing, yeah. you know, get used to that and then go further. When I started my weight loss journey, I could make it to the corner. That was really what I could do. And I was just like, well, okay, I'm going to do this every day. And then it was, I'm going to do this a couple times a day. And then I got feeling brave and I went around the block. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, and, and I can kind of giggle at myself, but I was embarrassed. I didn't want anyone to see me, you know, cause I was so heavy. I didn't want, you know, I was embarrassed to be exercising because it's something I should have been doing this whole time. But, you know, I was dealing with a whole lot of shiitake and mm-hmm. we just have to give ourselves grace and kindness for where we find ourselves in these times and honor the warrior badass that said, hmm, Mick, screw it. I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk <laughs> to the corner. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and all I have Love is office it. clothes. And so that's what I'm going to wear. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, the best time, the best time to start a workout program was what, like three years ago. But right. since you didn't do that best time is today right but okay, i love that absolutely. you just office close you're at a certain point you either have to not care about what people think if you're going to walk mm-hmm. in the neighborhood or or kind of like hide it right like you don't have to get up put on all your workout gear and this and that you know there's no like right way to do it you can mm-hmm. kind of do it wherever you are so uh i had a a client years ago this is when i was first starting you know 20 years ago almost and he was very overweight and very embarrassed. And we worked out in his garage because he didn't want to even make the trip over to see me. And I said, that's great. You yep. know, we'll work out in your garage. And um, and it is baby steps. But, you know, uh, it's funny how every successful fitness story starts with, okay, I did this, this, and this. Fast forward a year, <laughs> and then I was this rock solid bicep, right? It, it takes time. So yeah. it's not about, you know, I need to fix this. I need to figure this out today. I really, I'm a huge believer in like, get on the bicycle and you can't balance unless you start moving. Right. So get on the bike, start pedaling, figure out the balance. Oh, in my mind, I'm like, how can I make that the title of this episode? That's a great analogy. I love it. (laughs) I love it. And the thing is too, nothing becomes a habit unless you've started it. Yes. And I feel like I know I can cripple myself by, you know, saying, okay, great. I'll start this and then do that. And then da, 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 and then bam, wall of overwhelm, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it's easy to just go back to what I did last week and not add in the thing, whatever that happens to be. And when you're dealing with mental health, which I do actively manage every moment, um, I think that doing something simple like taking a walk 
is such a relief because it's such a low barrier to entry, unless it's a blizzard or a hurricane, you know, mm-hmm. you can get the right clothes on and still take your walk or an umbrella or a whatever. And when you deal with people who are afraid to go to the gym, or maybe afraid isn't the right word, but hesitate to go to the gym or, you know, oh, I have to drive across town or, you right. know, uh, and we make up these reasons. What What are some ways that you encourage people? I like reminding people about when they were kids. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure most people listening, when they were kids, their favorite subject in school, right? You come home, your parents say, what's your favorite subject in school? Uh, recess. <laughs> I, I love recess the most. Oh, and then parents like, come on. I mean, do you like math, science, history? What? No, recess. I like recess because I get to play with my friends. And 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 PE, because and PE. then we get to play organized games with rules. Fun. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And at some point, that turns into, all right, you got to do three sets of 10 of this, and then you got to hit your back, and you got to go here, and then you have to keep your heart rate above this rate, and you have to do, 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 do. And it's like, how, how do I even keep this straight? So that adding all those layers just makes people feel like it's so hard to succeed in this when in reality it's no 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 it's recess this is your the recess of your day you have two three four kids you have a job maybe a side hustle you wake up at six in the morning you go to bed at midnight your life is crammed full of stuff your calendar has multiple double bookings this is your me time I'm going to go on a 10 minute walk, a 15 minute walk. I'm going to go watch the ducks eat their bread at the park, you know, something like that, that just moderately raises your heart rate. And it doesn't even have to be that much. Mm -hmm. And like we said, all you have to do is start and then it just flows from there. I love this. And may I add, starting doesn't mean, okay, you start with the walking, uh, walking so many minutes or you know to this right. distance or whatever oh and then you're going to add in 800 right. uh, push-ups and pull-ups and you know yoga where you balance on one finger and you know all those right. things like it can stay walking exactly just walk. exactly it's fine there's not rules that you know imply failure because you're not doing like x reps of you know bro weight machine why it just it's just about moving your this beautiful creation that's running on you know blood electricity and air <laughs> bring it on that's that is the fuel right there that's crazy yeah 100 yeah in in uh about 20 minutes from now i'm going to lead a class and mind you i've been a trainer like official for 20 years mm-hmm. before that I was playing sports. I'm going to leave you to class where for 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes, we're going to be on our backs, just stretching, doing feel good stretches and things mm-hmm. like that. And this is, it really doesn't take all those things you said, you know, the yoga, the finger <laughs> step, right. I tried all that and you get hurt, you get injured and there's really no payoff. Right. And it's, it's too stressful. It's not as fun, right? It really just takes the basics. And um, I, I think there is a switch to, um, you hear about people getting like addicted to exercise. And I think that word addict, getting addicted mm. is maybe not exactly the right word, but it is more of like, 
I feel like myself when I can get the exercise in every day, just like Gorgeous. maybe you feel like yourself when you chat with your kids or when you hang out with a friend or something like that. And um, it, it just, in all honesty, it can take a little bit of time. If someone has not exercised in a while, it can take a few weeks or even months to create that positive association with exercise. And so I figure during those few months, you might as well keep the intensity so low that you know that tomorrow you're not going to be sore mm-hmm. in all those bad places. You're going to wake up wanting to do it again, yeah. right? So I think that's really key. And that really does contribute to that mental health aspect. Oh, I love that. And also, while you're walking, pay attention to any plants you see, any animals. Well, you can live in a very cosmopolitan area. You're still yeah. going to see pets. You're still going to see gardens of some kind, you know, a tree in a front yard or around a building. And really lean into that because it's uh, what science has shown is that it's the actual pattern of like the leaves and everything overlapping. And they've done experiments on heart rate and, you know, the physiology, physiological, I'm obviously a science myself, said no one ever about Mel, (laughs) um, uh, that it's the patterns. So we look at these patterns and it just soothes us, you know, same science about, you know, petting an animal. It just helps regulate our blood pressure, our our breathing, our everything. And I, I think that we are maybe loath to admit it because we're enough. We do have, we've got everything we need right here. Ah, yes. I am an Island and we're freaking not, you know, and if you can, if you can get to a park or someplace that has, you know, more trees. Heck yeah. That's great. Let that yeah. be the goal. Yeah. I love that. That's so true. You know, that's, that's another you're, you're kind of stacking different benefits on top of each other. And that's another another thing you can really look forward to. Oh, I get to go to the park again, mm-hmm. even if you live in a big city. Um, you mentioned the dogs. This is a great thing. I noticed this with my dad. Um, so his dog actually died about a year ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, and he doesn't Sorry, go for gross. walks anymore. Right. What does a dog do? It forces you to take a walk every day. Yeah. Right. And and um I mentioned in my class that I'm about to teach, which is the same thing. I don't have a pet right now, mm-hmm. but I am forced because I have to teach these people. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I've missed zero in five years. And that's the same with a dog, right? You get a dog, they're going to live 10 to 15 years, right? We know this and on average, right? That's a lot of walks that you have to take. So what a great way if, you know, if you don't have a, have a dog and you want to take walks and you like dogs, oh mm-hmm. man, they're the best. Well, and also take a walk yourself anyway and say hello to everyone you pass. And if it, first of all, that gets you out of yourself. And so then you automatically become more empathetic and aware of other people, you know, people with animals, people without, oh, there's the, hey, I see the same person, you know, when I leave at this time, they're also doing the same thing or, you know, and just even having a friendly hello, it connects us. And the antidote to uh, depression is connection. And there's work being done to show that the antidote to addiction is also connection. So we cannot underestimate feeling like we're part of a community. It's really, it's, it's really lovely. And I'm not a joiner. I was raised to see the world as dangerous and people 
very dangerous. But, you know, in my later years now, I'm seeing like people are 90% awesome. But boy, those 10% hit some headlines, don't they? (laughs) Yeah, they really do. Or they can leave some battle scars, right? (laughs) 100%. 100%. So if someone's listening to this, and they're just like, yeah, I could give my I could use a boost in the old endorphins and uh, in my mental health and my, you know, physical physicality. I don't know who know what what doctor? I don't know. What would you suggest? What I've you know, I've spent 20 years talking to beginners and people who have either not worked out in a while or have never worked out for the reason that once you start, it's very easy to maintain. And again, you know, we've hit home the point that it doesn't matter too much what you start doing, you know, even if it's again, like if you're, you're here, all you're, all you're Mm -hmm. trying to do is take the next step. Right. So even if that means going outside gardening, it can literally be, anything you think of or or don't want to go outside a little bit embarrassed that's okay um you know put on a five minute youtube video Mm -hmm. of somebody just doing like little cha-cha dances or something um it really is unlimited how creative people can get so i would say it's always going to make you feel better and if if your workout doesn't make you feel better you're super crazy sore, like beyond belief, mm-hmm. then you probably just went too hard. And okay. next time dial it back a little bit. You, the no pain, no gain mantra is dead. Thank it's God. not necessary. Um, once you have been doing something for months and months and you're past that point of, you actually feel better doing it now. Like, Oh, I just feel so much better when I do my daily walk yes. at that point. You're already on the other side. Welcome to the team. You're already here. At that point, you can start thinking, okay, now let me do some research or let me hire a trainer and figure out what's the best methodology I should be using. You know, I I realized that um, I could develop this muscle a little more, or Mm -hmm. maybe I need a little bit more focus on my cardio, or my doctor says my bone density is low. Maybe I need to do more weighted compound movements. That's when you want to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But when you are not in any kind of habit, any kind of routine, goal number one is, hey, let's try to do something every day or, you know, five days a week at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and don't even think about what it is. Just do it. I love that. I love that so much. And uh, is there a way for the listener to join you on these classes? Are they like online? What's up? Talk to they me. are. Yeah. Um, good question. Thank you for asking. Uh, I offer a 30-day trial. They are all online, uh, healthintherealworld.com, and they can sign up for the 30 days. And we can chat a little bit in the start, but uh, it's all about, uh, you know, just letting people try it out and then um, and then going from there. So, yeah. I love it. And Health in the Real World is also the name of Chris's podcast, yeah. dear listener. So check it out. And thank you so much for joining us, Chris. I want to be respectful of your time. I know you've got a class to lead. Well, thank you, Mel. I appreciate it. You've been on the podcast twice and I've enjoyed both those conversations. And and thank you for allowing me to come on your show. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Absolutely. We appreciate you. My lovey, thank you so much for listening. If this episode struck a chord with you, Just know you do not have to be defined by whatever bullshittery has happened to you and you can experience joy while you work on the heavier stuff. 
There's a link in the show notes where you can book a call with me and talk about how you can move forward with that because there's so much joy in living and you don't have to have it be heavy all the time. 